Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Today's show is one you don't want to miss. We've got magical runestones, Fleetwood Mac references, giant puzzle rooms, and some jokes about barfing. Don't worry, it's not that gross. It's a little gross, but fun. All that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Ah, sports. I've always loved watching sports. I was always a very non-athletic kid, so it's nice to see coordinated people doing a good job of moving a sports ball around a field of some kind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think my favorite part of sports games is when someone brings the ball from one place to the other place. (laughs) Or when someone has to take a break from the sports game, so they do a switch where the sports people move around. Oh, yeah. switch around. Do any of us know how to watch sports? No, not yeah. me. I've never uh, no, not in my life. Oh, okay, wow. Now, can we turn on our favorite undersea soap opera, All My Fish Children, instead? On it. Let me just switch the channel. Oops, sorry. Must have pushed the wrong button and turned the TV off. Eric, you don't happen to be turning off all the electricity on the ship with that remote, right? Nope. This is not me. Um... Now that we're in complete darkness, is this a bad time to let everybody know that I'm absolutely terrified of the dark? All right, focus, everybody. We need to figure out what's going on. No, we don't. Yes, we do? 
No, we don't, because I know what's going on. Remember how I said the ship was powered by electricity and not a magical rune stone in the belly of the ship? Yes. Well, I lied. The ship is powered by a magical rune stone in the belly of the ship, but I didn't want you to know the truth because I couldn't risk any of you trying to tamper with it. Well, mostly Peter. Okay, just assume that Peter would mess with the rune stone. Ooh, that's a fun word. Where is it? Can I touch it? But I also didn't want to risk myself tampering with it. So, I put multiple security measures in place, including wiping my own memory so I wouldn't remember how to get past all those security measures. This is really complicated. Yes, but to just sum it all up, I don't know exactly how to get to the runestone. I also don't know how long it will take to get there. The only thing I know for certain is that we're going to have to go on an epic journey to the center of the ship. <gasps> Gasp. Story Pirates podcast, everyone. The one that is still happening in total darkness. Huh. We take stories written by kids. Who said that? And turn them into sketch comedy. Who's there? And songs. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. I just, it's, it's, it's so dark and I can't tell where anybody is. Oh, this is like my worst nightmare. How about we do a story to get your mind off it a bit? Huh. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> sorry. And here to introduce it is the author. My name's Chase and I'm 10 years old. I'm from California and this is my story, The Lost Spoon. And that's why Tusk will always be Fleetwood Mac's greatest album despite its lack of singles. <laughs> Hello? Am I frozen? Can you still hear me? Honestly, Jack, we muted you on this Zoom like an hour ago. What? I mean, you can just talk about one subject for hours. Sometimes we want to talk about other stuff, like school, potato chips, sneakers. I've got opinions about sneakers. We know. Also, is Fleetwood Mac your uncle or something? What? You talk like you know him. Jack, time for dinner. We're having spaghetti. We're coming, Mom. Ah, I gotta go, guys. Cool Zoom. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. How could you not know about Fleetwood Mac? I'll have to prep a slideshow for next time. Now for dinner! Hey, Jack. How was your buddy Zoom? Can you imagine not having an opinion on Fleetwood Mac, let alone their greatest album? Oh, you mean rumors? Okay, that's just silly! Ah, I hit my hand on my... Fork? Okay, here we go. Seriously? What an insult. Sis, did you put this fork here when you set the table? You know I famously hate forks. They're despicable little things. They think they're so cool with my lucky number three. They have three prongs, see? They're just insulting. And here's why. The incident. Jack, don't even start with the incident. Yes, the incident. Thanksgiving one year ago. Okay, everybody, here it is. The turkey! The turkey. Awesome. Go ahead, Jack. Thanks, Mom. 
I'm grateful for all of you and also grateful I have the legendary, really big honor to cut the turkey. <laughs> I better stand for this. Okay. Don't mess it up. Okay. All right. Here we go. Fork in the left hand, knife in the right. Bon appetit, everyone. Rob is shooting oh, out oh, turkey. That's oh, a Juicy. Everywhere. That's not how you use a fork I, I didn't knife. do anything wrong. Oh, you I cut did. it wrong. Oh, goodness. Say giblet. What? Did you just take a picture of me? Yeah, I'm going to put it on Insta and tag it with hashtag brother fails. Could everyone please just focus on what happened? The meal is destroyed. The good linen is forever stained. Even the candles are out. Thanksgiving is ruined. Hashtag brother fails isn't going far enough. It should be hashtag gravy train wreck. Oh, oh, that's yeah. good. That's it. That's, that's good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why well, she's the matriarch. At least we're able to salvage that. And that's why I don't get along with you, sister. Meh. And why I absolutely hate forks. And just to have a bit of color, here's some plain old logic. Forks are the worst. You can't do anything with them. Tomato soup? Nope. Ice cream? Just melts right through. But spoons? Oh, spoons can cut things and are good for scooping. I love them! But forks, they stole my lucky number. So where's my spoon? Uh, who cares? (gasps) How dare you? Jessica, please be nice to your brother. I will help you look for your missing spoon, Jack. I'm sure we'll find it in no time. Jack, it's been three hours and we still haven't found your spoon. Why don't you just eat the spaghetti off the plate lady in the tramp style? First of all, great movie. Second of all, I feel like we're so close. Um, there's one place you haven't looked. Oh, really? Well, where's that if you're such a genius? The toilet. Are you serious? Hey, don't look at me like I stole it. I'm just trying to help. Like, I'm just seeing what if your precious little spoon is at the bottom of the toilet? Jessica, come on. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, what if your little spoon is waiting for you to fish it out? I can't believe I'm doing this. Here goes nothing. On the count of three, hand in bowl. One, two. <laughs> Say cheese. What? Put in this pic of you with your hand in the toilet on Insta. Hashtag brother fail. Mom, I'm going out to find my spoon. Starting with Harding's Grocery Store. Okay, well, you know Zellman's is the better store, Jack. What? Oh, come on. On conveyor belts alone, it's a... No, no, Jack. Focus. Gotta find your spoon. To the world! Oh, Jack and his spoon. All afternoon. Looks, but he can't quite track it down. Mm, All over town. Jack looks around. It's a spoon that can't be found He just wants to get home now And so he goes home now Alright I'm home now Oh hey Jack, how'd it go? Terrible! I looked everywhere for my spoon and I still can't find it There's only one person who's responsible for this Mom, where's my sister? In her room. Why? (laughs) Jessica! What? Turn it down! Where did you put my spoon? I know where it is, but I didn't hide it. 
I leave it to you to find out where it is. (laughs) This has been the worst day since the incident. I can't even deal with you anymore. I give up. Guess I'll go to my room. Gosh, I don't know if it's the searching or the disappointment that's so exhausting. I could do with a nap. now. Of course I dreamt about spoons. Honestly, that dream was one of my top tens. Much better than that pineapple dream I had two weeks ago. Okay, cartoon time. Mom, is it cool if I watch cartoons? Shh, this episode is almost done. Sherry, in Perry, we do not say goodbye. We say au revoir. Well, in America, we say sayonara. Hm. Oof, I dislike that show, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> okay, here's the remote. Thanks, I... Oh my gosh, no! What's the matter? Why can't you grab the remote? Mom, you know how I've been looking for my spoon all day? How could I forget, Jack? Mom, look at my hand. (laughs) 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 It was in my hand the whole time. That's what I was saying. I know where it is. So many so times, many times so many times like, where am I reading? Point that and out. And it's like, like so great. Yeah. 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 Oh, never get sick of a great story. Cool, 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 cool. So just, just to be clear, until the runestone is fixed, we're just going to be in complete darkness. We've got a few more candles and flashlights around the ship deck. We'll just have to make do with those for now. Awesome. Awesome. Actually, actually rad. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> Radical, even. <laughs> have I mentioned that my one fear is being in the dark? Maybe I can sit this one out. Yeah, that's totally fine, but I'm definitely going. Who else is with me? Me, of course. I've never turned down a challenge. Except once. And that's because I don't think a man should ever fight a goose. Great. Who else? We don't want to go with you. Uh Uh-huh. What baby with the mustache said? All right, Eric. It's just you and me. Okay. Well, let's get going before this runestone combusts or whatever it does when it gets broken. Where do we go first, Siegfried? You know that door in the middle of the ship below deck that says, Exit? Yeah, I've always wondered where that door led. I was like, no way there can be an exit this deep into the ship. Oh no, that's an actual exit. It just takes you to a set of stairs back up to the deck of the ship. But the door we need is right next to it. Well, let's get to it. To the door next to the exit door. Alright, here's the door. I'm gonna open it now but be prepared for absolutely anything to happen when I do. Wow, it's pitch black in here, huh? I guess it's really good Nimini didn't come because this would definitely freak her out. I mean, it's freaking me out a little and I never get freaked out. People sometimes get freaked out by how not freaked out I am. Same here. 
Nothing can scare me. No beast nor foe could shake my sturdy- There's no floor! Siegfried? My final doom is upon me. After centuries of tempting the Nords, my greatest enemy is the very ground under my precious feet. Sweet Brynhilda, is that you, my dear? Siegfried, I'm coming after you. Ah! Siegfried, that fall was like two feet, and the ground is super soft and bouncy. Are you okay? Oh, yes, right, right. Perhaps I overreacted a smidge? Onward! Yes, onward! To, um... Whoa, I guess that glowing button over there? It says, push me. You don't have to ask me twice, button. I think that door just locked itself. It did. And now the floor is glowing. Hello. If you're hearing this message, something must be wrong with the power on the tidal wave, and you've entered this room to try and fix it. I've concocted a series of tests to protect the runestone in the belly of the ship. Only the real members of this ship will be able to complete them. Good luck. Oh, and listen carefully. Huh, I know that song. It's it's that song that Megan sings when she's cooking breakfast in the morning. Oh, that's right. She said it's from her adaptation of Cats, which she called Stack, Stack the, the Cat, cat Story Told, told backwards. backwards. Yes, it must be a clue to uh, open the... or maybe to fix the... Well, there's nothing in this room, so I'm not sure what it's a clue to. Yeah, let me take a look around the room. How did you do that? I don't know. I just took a step. The floor. The floor must be some sort of big instrument. And we've got to play that tune, Megan's song, to solve it. I think that's right. Let's find where all the notes are and keep track of which is which. Okay. I think we have them all. Should we try hopping around and play the song? Let's do it. Five, six, seven, eight. It works. The song opened a secret door. Nice job. Let's keep it moving. We'll just walk through this door into the next test. Wow. wow. This entire room looks like a beach, like the shores of Jutland on an early summer's morn. There's even a sun in here. How'd you do this? I honestly wish I could tell you. What in the- Beach pigs! It's so good to see you, old shipmates. You all look well. I'm um, sorry, what's going on? Oh, Eric, these are the beach pigs from the island where we were all stranded for a bit at the end of season one. The beach pigs were super close with Rachel. She brought them on board, but then no one heard from them for like two seasons, so everyone thought they'd just left somehow. Turns out, I have made a beautiful home for them on the ship. Eric, I know exactly what we need to do. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! 
This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Eric? I know exactly what we need to do. What? Well, I only know the Viking word for it, which is Bjornkram, and I can best describe it as a sort of firm squeeze from one Viking to another. Oh, a hug? Uh, yes, but bigger than that. It's a Bjornkram, you know? Bjornkram. Bjorn, as in the ferocious polar Bjorns that used to ransack our winter stores of grain and oats and dehydrated fish. Oh, bear. A bear hug. Yes! We need to give a bear hug to each and every one of these beach pigs. Really? Yes! I think I figured out how to think about the tests. Each test relates to one of the story pirates on the ship. To complete each challenge, we have to use what we know about our friends on the ship. Wow. That's actually... (sighs) a really beautiful security system, Siegfried. Oh, don't start or you'll get me going too. We've got beach pigs to Bjorn Crump. You're right, you're right. Let's crumb some beach pigs. I think that's all of them. Oh no, we we missed one, and it's running away. It's too far. I don't think we can catch up with it. No, I got this. <laughs> got him. Yes! High five! That was incredibly athletic of you, Eric. 
I've never seen you run that fast before. Thanks. I learned that move from watching the sports person do it on a sports field this morning. I still don't know sports. Look, there's a hole in the sand now. We must need to go down it to get to the next test. You ready? Born go! Er, sorry, I mixed up what I was trying to say. I was trying to say born ready or let's go, but I combined them and said born go. <laughs> let's just climb down the hole, okay? Ooh, a room full of bean bags. I think we have to lay down on them completely still for 30 minutes. Ah, this one is definitely Peter's. This test is just a nap. A room full of ingredients. I know, we've got to cook a perfect hearty minestrone without the recipe. This is Rolo's. I've seen him make that soup maybe a thousand times just this week. We've got to solve this massive Rubik's Cube? Oh, I know this one. This is Baby with the Mustaches. Really? Yeah, she took up solving them so she'd stop biting her nails. Huh. We have to play a 12-hour board game with arcane rules that keep changing. Lee! Creating an astrologically correct star map of the Andromeda Galaxy. Wow, this must be Nimini and Lufa's. That's right. I updated the security system when they joined the team. Woo! The only story pirate left is you. Huh. I should really check to see if erasing my memory multiple times will have lasting effects. Do you remember what your test is? I really don't. But you know, Eric, I couldn't have gotten through any of these tests without you. Wow, that's nice, Siegfried. But I mean, we got through them because you know everyone on the ship so well. But what do I know? I basically just got here. You're not that new anymore. In fact, I don't think any of us can even remember a time before you were here. Final test complete. Access to runestone granted. There it is. Wow, we did it. I guess the final test is that you all had to add a story pirate and then become so close to them to the point where you could barely remember what it was like before they arrived. That's exactly right. Well, I'm glad we're having this tender friendship moment. But we really should probably fix the ship now. I mean, we've come all this way and the room stone is right there in that closet now, so... Yes, you're right, you're right, okay. All right, let's see here. <gasps> Are you going to have to do a spell to fix it? Should I shield my eyes? Ah, here we go. Nope, I see what the problem is. Looks like someone just accidentally clapped it off. Probably one of the beach pigs. Clapped it off? You control the room stone with two claps? Two very specific claps, taught to me by my great great Mormor. Nah, you're right, I should change that. Here, I'll fix it. The password is Thor's Goat Wagon. All done. Well, I guess we should head back now. We'll just head right back through the, um... Hey, Siegfried, how do we get back to the main part of the ship? You know what? I am not sure. While we figure this out, how about we do another story? Sure. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Juniper, and I'm 11 years old. I live in Muskoka, Canada, and this is my story, Backwards Town. Hey, Mom, I'm home. Hi, Stephanie May. Achoo! Oh, excuse me, this darn cold. So tell me, how was your first day of school? 
good, I think? Honestly, I'm not sure. Why not? Well, ever since we moved here to Backwards Town, I've been pretty confused. Ah, uh, I see. I know Backwards Town is a bit of an adjustment. A bit? But you'll get used to it. Just remember, everything here is the opposite. So it's okay that I got detention? Okay? Honey, it's great! Congratulations! Did I hear that my little girl got detention on her first day of school? No, hey, Dad. Way to go, kiddo. I just wish that people in Backwards Town actually said what they meant. Honestly, I'm not sure you can really find that anywhere. What? Achoo! Oh, dear. Stephanie May, would you be a sweetie and run to the store to pick your mom up some tissues? Oh, and since you're going already, could you grab me a spare light bulb and some more orange juice? Uh, sure, Dad. Just make sure that there is no pulp. Ugh. I can't for the life of me figure out who would actually want pulp in their orange juice. I mean, what's the appeal of having little fleshy bits of anything floating in your drink? <laughs> it's like my mother always said. You can't be a... Okay, Dad, I get it. All right, then. <laughs> Have fun. Okay, here I am at the store. Uh, excuse me, uh, shopkeeper, where do you keep the light bulbs? Uh, in the back corner. The back corner. Thank you. Yup. Okay, back corner is over here. Huh, no light bulbs. Maybe he meant the other back corner over here? What? No light bulbs here either. Huh. Maybe I'll check up front. But there's no way that someone would tell me it was in the back corner when it was actually up here in the front. <gasps> They are up here. Anything else? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, where do you sell the tissues? Right next to the ice cream machine. Okay, thank you. Yup. Okay, sounds simple enough. There's the ice cream machine, and the tissues must be right here. Huh? These aren't tissues. This is sandpaper. Wait a minute. Backwards down. I keep forgetting. That means I need to look in the place that is the exact opposite of the ice cream machine. Let me look around. ATM? No. Bodega Cat? Ah! Definitely not. Hot chocolate machine? Yes, that's it! <gasps> and here are the tissues! <sighs> I think I'm finally getting the hang of this. Excuse me? Yup. Where do you sell orange juice? On top of that shelf right there. Thank you. Okay, Stephanie May, what's the opposite of on top of this shelf? Oh, wow. There's the orange juice hanging like a bat from the bottom of the shelf. Very weird. Okay, shopkeeper, just these things, please. That'll be totally free. Uh, here's some money? No, thank you. Have a terrible day. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> How polite. Adults these days. Dad, I'm home. Oh, hey, Stephanie May. How was the store? Backwards. <laughs> Fun, right? No, Dad, it's just confusing and weird and unnecessarily complicated. Oh, Stephanie May, don't worry. You'll grow to love Backwards Town soon enough. In the meantime, how about you hand me that new bulb so I can change this light? Here you go. Thanks. Now let me just take out this old one and put this new one in, and there. The new bulb is installed. Now flip the switch. Huh. Dad, the room is now darker and kind of scary. You know, having grown up in Backwards Town myself, I probably should have seen that coming. Stephanie May, you're back! Achoo! Oh, my nose is a little runny. Thankfully, you got those tissues. Um, here you go, Mom. Thank goodness. Ooh, this runny nose is... Oh, my. <laughs> uh, can you hand me another tissue, dear? 
Wow, okay. <laughs> it's really starting to run now. <laughs> uh, quick, give me another tissue. Mom, I, I don't know if these tissues are helping. Your nose is dripping all over the place. <laughs> Just give me another one. Okay. Oh no, this is bad. Now my nose is all cold and wet. And mom, your whole body is covered in... It's not! Give me another tissue. Oh, I don't think Just you... Just give it to me! Okay. Thank you. What is happening? Mom, the floor is all slimy. I'm aware, Stephanie May. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go jump in the pool. Dad, see? Backwards Town is the worst. Why would anyone want backwards tissues? Oh, Stephanie May, you just have to get into the spirit of things. Here, why don't you enjoy a nice glass of orange juice from this carton clearly labeled No Pulp. Bottoms up. Wait a minute. This isn't orange juice. This is just pulp? Oh, oh, I think I'm gonna... Oh, no. Oh, God. You're barfing all over the kitchen. <laughs> well, Stephanie Mae, you're not wrong. Cheers. Dad, why are you still drinking the pulp? It's making you barf. <laughs> because, sweetheart, that's what we do in Backwards Town. Skull. I hate Backwards Town. If something says it's hot, it's going to be cold. If something says it's up, it's going to be down. Right is left, good is bad. It's all backwards. But that's why we love it. Huh? What's that music? That's the traditional Backwards Town ironic music that plays whenever somebody finally learns the lesson of backwardness. But I didn't learn anything. I really don't understand any of this. Because this is Backwards Town, it means you do get it. Get it? No. That's my girl. Now stop worrying about it and sing with me. But I don't know the words oh, to... Oh, Backwards Town, we don't live here. It's a simple place and it's easy to understand. Come on down to Backwards Town. You'll hate it here, but hating is good. Yeah. What? Ooh, I feel much better. But we are definitely going to have to clean that pool. Gross. The beginning! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello, is this Lee? It is. Is this Juniper? Yes. Hello, hello. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> hey, you know that song. What's that from again? It's from the one with the sinister board game. That one's my favorite. Well, thank you very much. I can tell that you are well-versed in the canon of the podcast. Yes, I am. Yes, correct. But speaking of canon, the future canon includes your story, Backwards Town. Can you tell me how that story came to be? Okay, so me and my family, we literally live in Backwards Town. So you're constantly coming into situations that feel backwards. Yes, yes. Is it really called Backwards Town? No, it's in Muskoka, but me and my family call it Backwards Town. Got it. So you and your family, you guys all talk about your town and call it Backwards Town? Yes. It sounds like this is a big inside joke for your family. Oh, 100%, yes. I love that in families or in groups where you can have like a long-running inside joke like that. Uh-huh, it's very nice because it takes something kind of frustrating and turns it into a joke. So like one of my family members could be having like a hard day because of Backwards Town. Then we could come in and be like, oh, Backwards Town. <laughs> <laughs> so you live in Backwards Town. You deal with backwards situations all the time. 
Do you have any advice for anyone that gets stuck in a backwards situation? Like, how do you deal with it? How do you process it? How do you stay positive when things are backwards? Well, first of all, when you're actually in the scenario, smile and nod. (laughs) Your first goal is to get it over with. And not to draw attention to yourself. Yes. I mean, I love to draw attention to myself, but otherwise, you just want to get it over with. And then usually, I would just talk to my family about that, and we would kind of discuss how backwards it was. And But yeah, the first goal is always to get it over with. You find yourself saying things like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. H- have a good day. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you about what else I love to do? Yeah. Okay. So I'm very passionate about acting. I love to do like sketch comedy and I and I love to film little bits here and there. Amazing. How did you get into that? Well, I was in almost like a sadder period of my life. And then I went to my first production of Anne of Green Gables and it changed my life forever and I couldn't be happier. A classic Canadian tale. Yes. Yes. What about the production of Anne of Green Gables was so electrifying for you? Well, I found the theater people aren't really as backwards as as most of the other people. And I also just really love to act and and sing and dance and just every everything at once and it it blew me away. It truly did. That's cool. And so do you write your own sketch comedy or do you perform sketches that already exist? Okay, I write my own sketch comedy and I, and I try to put it in literally everything. Amazing. And so give me an example of where where you use it. Okay, I'll use it. I'll use it just in general and I'll make it for fun. But I also try to put it in school. For example, my teacher will give us little assignments that are like, oh, just just go outside or just go outside and have fun. But like, show me proof, make a video of what you're doing. So of course, I'll dress up as like the self-absorbed sledding instructor who does it (laughs) totally backwards. Instead of going down the hill, she went up the hill. Genius, right? Genius. Honestly, genius. That's amazing. And then do you do any editing when you shoot this footage? Sometimes when when I would film it on TikTok, I do editing. But most of the time, it's kind of just like, here, this is this is it raw. Because, of course, I nail it first try. I mean, how could I not? <laughs> yeah, you're a one-take Juniper. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Love that. Juniper, I am so inspired by talking to you. You were so funny and smart and I love your self-confidence. Please never change. Thank you. Thank you for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Good luck. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening and a huge thanks to today's authors, Chase and Juniper. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a mysterious town that works really differently than a normal town. You know, like Juniper's story about Backwards Town. Except in your story, it's not a Backwards Town. It's something else, something from your imagination. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! Bye! 
The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special appearance by Bowen Yang. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Brian Chittapong, Elijah Crocker, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Christina Grosspeach, Quinton Johnson, Leslie Kareen, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Musical scoring for Backwards Town by Eric Erson. The Backwards Town song was written by Peter McNerney and produced by Eric Erson. The Spoon Song was written by Megan O'Neill and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. (sighs) Well, the secret's out. The Beach Pigs are alive and well and living on the ship. I guess that means I can reveal the other secret now, too, which is that one of the Beach Pigs lives in my room on the ship. Isn't that right, Sandy? (laughs) It's working out great for us, honestly. I love living with a pig. We watch old movies together. We eat all our meals together out of a trough. And Sandy is kind enough to be my pillow when I sleep. You know what? I actually think I'm going to take a nap right now. Hey, Sandy, do you mind if you, uh, would you do the pillow thing? Okay. Thank you so, yeah, I know you're reading right now. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll slide down in the bed and, yep, just squeeze right in there, Sandy. Uh-huh. Right at the top. Oh, yeah. Ah, nothing like laying your head down on a soft pig to get some rest. Night, Sandy. Night, <laughs> Sandy.